Okay, what's up, what's up? Alami Bashir, your transformational life coach, and you are listening to Be Great Every Day. And as y'all know, this is where we engage in real talk, true stories about everyday problems. Today's no different. But today we got a special treat. Um, before I introduce my guest today, um, I wanna tell you a little bit, you know, I always like to start this with giving you guys the inside scoop on where do I come up with these topics? Like, how do I decide what's most important? And if you all have listened to the first show, the first episode of this series, which talks about what I mean by be great every day, being great every day is really a mindset. It's an intention. It is a lifestyle. It's based upon the fact that we know that everything's not going to be going right all the time, but we can still, no matter what, find joy in our day, something to be grateful for, um, something to celebrate. Um, the other premise behind this show is not just talking about problems, but offering you guys real life solutions on how you can work through things. And as many of us are feeling the brunt of what's going on in our society right now, um, obviously, let me timestamp this because no matter when you listen to this, you should know that as we're recording this, we are literally waiting to hear who is going to be the next president of the United States. And for some of us, that means a lot and that has a lot of weight. And um, I think just culturally speaking, we are feeling a lot of stress and pressure in our communities, in our homes, in our families, and in, within ourselves. And I know if you're like me, then you're just kind of over all of it and you might be feeling a little bit burnt out. Like the tension, the anxiety, the stress, the overwhelming feeling of just angst. And I'm an empath, y'all, so I feel everything. This angst that I've been feeling culturally and, and socially, I'm over it. And I know many of you are over it. And many of you are just feeling worn out, tired, burnout, exhausted emotionally. Not just by that stuff, but other stuff that may be going on in your world. You know, we are in the midst of a pandemic, not to mention. Some of us have even more greater cultural concerns and social concerns because of the color of our skin. And some of us just woke up today and still looking at the same bills they saw yesterday and the same partner they can't stand today. And you're just over it. So I want to talk about that. Like this feeling of feeling just worn out and burnout. And I don't want to talk about it from the typical lens of like, oh, just self-care. Just self-care your way through it. Because as many of us know, no matter how many self-care exercises we do, that sometimes it's just still there. And like, what do we do next? And I know for me personally, I've been in that moment, like, what can I do next? And strangely enough, in those moments, I've discovered new ways to support myself and help myself, things I've never even thought of. And so today, I want to bring to some bring something to you that maybe you've never even thought of, like ways to support yourself through all of this emotional emotional turmoil, and maybe even some of the physical manifestations that are happening in your body. You know, tension, back aches, headaches, insomnia. You know, some of those other byproducts that you might be dealing with. I want to talk today about some unconventional ways that we can support ourselves through burnout. And my guest today, you guys don't know. It's like, I secretly watch people and stalk people from afar. And <laughs> yes, yeah, it's totally normal, right? It's socially acceptable to be a follower, right? But I have had the 
blessed opportunity to cross a lot of people in my lifetime. And just certain people, you cross them maybe once or twice and you never think of them or see them again. And then some people make a lasting impression with you. And this particular person did that for me. Um, I'd like to introduce you all to Dr. Reve Babor, AKA Dr. Ray, the people's doctor. <laughs> and Dr. Ray and I met in this strange twist of fate back in Sacramento before I moved here to Houston. And we had a very divine encounter where I learned more about her practice and what she does. And she learned more about me and my life coaching practice and what I do. And it was as clear to me that in that moment that I had met a kindred spirit. And she will tell you, we don't talk. We cross each other in the realm of social media, but she knows a little bit about what I'm still doing. And I know a little bit about what she's still doing. And above all, at her essence and at our essence, I think there's this general understanding that we are here doing intentional work to support people and help people really change the landscape of their mental, physical, and spiritual life. Safe to say, Doc? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to formally welcome Dr. Ray, the people's doctor, to be great every day. Thank and you. girl, this was long overdue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long overdue. It is, a, it is an honor to be here, Alami. Thank you so much. Um, I love speaking about the mission, about the work, and trying to bring people um, to a greater awareness of the tools that they have access to and don't realize they have access to. So it's all about education and awareness. And I'm super excited to join you today to be able to help out our fellow brothers and sisters. Yes. So let me add some more layers to this. So as we're talking about this idea of burnout in some unconventional ways, yeah. let's talk about some of the unconditional, excuse me, some of the more traditional or conventional ways in which people seek help for burnout. I know when I have gone to the doctor, years ago when I was super stressed out at work, the first thing they wanted to do is give me narcotics. Right. They, it was kind of like an afterthought to talk about doing some kind of talk therapy, but it was like therapy. However, it was like, you're, you're super anxious. You're not sleeping at night. You're really bummed out. You know, you're crying yeah. all the time for no reason. Let's give you these pills, antidepressants, anti-anxiety. Mm -hmm. And oh, mm -hmm. you can go to that stress management workshop and I hope it works out for you. Be back at work yeah. in three days. You know, so yeah. <laughs> Having had that as my personal experience, that was a real trigger for me, like mm. to learn how to support myself differently because just going to a traditional family practice doctor, they mean well, and that's how they're trained to treat social emotional illnesses. Mm -hmm. But what I love about your practice, and again, I don't know that I did you justice in your introduction <laughs> to say, I, I slipped it in there that you're a naturopathic doctor, yes. but maybe before we get too far deep in conversation, you can tell the audience what that means. What does that mean in terms of your practice and how is it different? Right. So most people have not heard of naturopathic doctors or naturopathic medicine, unfortunately. Um, it's not new. It's been around for a long time. But unfortunately, due to, you know, let's just be honest, you know, due, to, due to the medical capitalism, you know, and the focus on these quick fixes, um, we really have removed ourselves from it. Um, at the core of it, naturopathic medicine is uh, primary care medicine, where we use natural therapeutics and minimally invasive treatments as a first line therapy for, uh, for patients. Um, what that means is that before we prescribe a pharmaceutical,
hospital or before we get to the point of surgery. Um, we're trying to focus on prevention um, and we're also trying to meet the person where they're at, treat the whole person uh, and, and, and start with the foundation, you know, foundations such as how are you eating? How are you sleeping? How are you living yeah. your life? Who's around you? What toxins are you exposed to? Um, really recognizing that um, it isn't just treating symptoms, but you really have to treat the whole person, not just yeah. the physical, but the spiritual and the emotional as well. Understanding how the mind, body, and spirit really are these integrated, um, these integrated, uh, I don't know what words you want to use. Everyone has different words for it. But for me, it's these entities, these integrated entities. You know, you have the shell, then you have the, the mind, the ego, and then you have the spirit, the shen. So what naturopathic medicine um, focuses on is trying to be able to treat people on all those levels, um, which often does get missed in conventional care because A, there's not a lot of time. Um, and then it's just not the model that's traditionally used in those settings. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why I'm most drawn to, it, especially at this stage of my spiritual life, right? Yes. Is that I'm always looking for ways to fully take care of myself. Like when I talk about self-care with clients, it's always a three-pronged conversation. How are you supporting your mind? How are you supporting your body? And how are you nurturing your spirit? Like I can't talk about one segment. I can't tell a client to go and work out, you know, regularly and think that that's going to be enough to tie them over. It might be something to kind of right. help in the moments, but when we're talking long-term, exactly. self-care is not just an event, no, you know, or it's, it's a moment. Right? I often tell people that being healthy is the hardest work you'll ever do. And yes. it catches people off guard because, again, we've been socially programmed for quick fixes, instant gratification. Um, you know, it should be easy. Oh, losing weight is easy. Or, you know, doing this just quick and easy. And that's why I have to tell people, like, you got to you got to check yourself. <laughs> you got to yeah. check yourself before you wreck yourself and understand where is this ideology coming from? Is this truth? Or has this been programmed into you? You know, because really, when you're trying to be healthy in this current world, as we see, uh, we're in the midst of a pandemic, you know, we have to overcome our temptations to certain foods and, and comforts right. that we know can contribute towards bringing down our health as well. We deal with all these devices and bright lights um, that, that stimulate our nervous system and can affect our ability to sleep. So really, we're living in this toxic world, truly, especially when you're in a westernized environment like we are. Sure. Um, and you have to be very mindful and aware and put the work in, in order to create your safe space. Cause no one's going to do that for you. You have to figure out what that looks like. Girl, that is a whole word right there. <laughs> like for real. No, it's really. <laughs> it, it, no, it's a whole word. Like we could break that down in the, into multiple different layer conversations, but this idea of putting in the work. I'm yes. gonna, we're going to have to talk about that more in, in more depth yes. um, because I see it also in my own practice where folks just, they think they want to talk to you for, you know, three sessions, you know, right. which is what, three hours max. Exactly. And then that's going to revolutionize their life for the long <laughs> haul when they've spent the last 45 years developing the mindset, habits and practices exactly. that are holding them back today. So no, I get that. Um, Let's see. So we were talking the other day and I got a whole lesson on different types of treatments that you use as part yeah. of your practice and helping people um, find solutions to some of the things that they're experiencing. And so maybe you can talk to, talk to us about some of the main primary, the umbrella categories of treatments that are used in naturopathic care. Right, right. So um, 
Wow. Naturopathic medicine, what's so beautiful about it is we really do have this expansive tool set, this expansive toolbox. And, you know, as a provider, you really get an opportunity to decide which tools resonate the best with you as a healer, but then also you're able to pick and choose which options best resonate for your patients. So that being said, there's, there's so many different ways we can attack it, but um, just to keep it a little bit more concise, um, we were talking about food as medicine that I always put that as the top aspect because you are really what you eat. Um, right. If you want to, you got to feel yourself in the right way. Um, you got to understand what your body's needs are in order for it to run in an optimized way. You know, understanding that we're these complex, we're complex machinery, very complex right. machinery. And, you know, just like you see people that like to baby their cars or, or baby their different little electronics and whatnot. It's like, well, why aren't you doing that to yourself? You know, why right. do you think that this doesn't require upkeep? And why do you think the fuel doesn't matter? The fuel absolutely matters. So that's what I mean by food as medicine. And making sure you're putting the right food, um, the right nutrition into effect for you and the lifestyle that you've chosen to live. Um, other aspects that people don't recognize is, and this is a big one, um, and I'm going to start off with this one, then the most obvious one is uh, energy work um, and the importance of having um, balance and harmony within your spirit and your soul. And that, you know, this temple, uh, it's a shell. But what exists inside this shell are essentially like these multiple different vortices, so different energy vortex that um, start from the head down to your, your pelvis. We call them chakras. In other um, traditions of healing, they might have other terms they use. They might say it's chi. They might say it's your prana or your life force, um, sure. your essence, your soul. Um, we have all sorts of names for it, but either way, we have to recognize that treatment isn't just a physical experience. Treatment is also metaphysical and spiritual. And so you have to address the energy. You take in energy, you give out energy and what that balance looks like. So that's a big piece of um, naturopathic medicine is integrating mm. that energy work. And we have several different tools where we do that, we'll, we'll go into detail later. Um, another big tier that we use is um, phytomedicine or herbal medicine, um, applying herbs in a medicinal and strategic way. Um, not only do herbs contain their own living essence, which again is able to combine with ours, um, you know, but it is the foundational medicine that before we had pharmaceuticals and even the most common pharmaceuticals we're aware of were derived from herbs, you know? Sure. So, so, so getting back to, you know, to the basis, to the foundation and being able to apply that. Um, now with the herbal medicine piece, you know, people might be aware of different things to take for, um, you know, stress, for adrenals, um, you know, for anxiety. But the biggest thing I want to caution people is don't, don't try to self-prescribe when you're not exactly mm. sure at how to do that. It's one thing we were drinking a, a glass of like a chamomile tea or, mm -hmm. you know, or, or something that's like sleepy time tea kind of deal. That uh -huh. is a form of herbal medicine and that's totally, you know, um, um, safe to do. But then, you know, trying to really fix uh, your burnout and your stress and you know you have some symptoms that are related to that, you really want to make sure that you have proper expertise to help you and guide you because there's things you can do that can impact your liver, your gut, your heart <laughs> in a bad yeah. way, you know? So that's, that, that's the only caveat I would say about um, that aspect. Um, and then what else did we talk about? I mean, oh my goodness, there's so many, there's just even just the, the process of stress management and that's a whole nother topic in of itself. Yeah, no. Okay, so a couple things. I super appreciate that cautionary tale, that advisory of don't try to self-prescribe. 
Yes. Because I think, I, I know for me, I won't speak for anybody else, but for me, that was kind of this myth that I had in my head when I started initially learning about like, oh, you can use herbs for this. Oh, chamomile tea, you can use for that. Yeah. Oh, you can use this tincture, that tincture for that. Like when I was first learning, it was just kind of like, Oh, you you know, this is kind of no brainer. You can just kind of do what you want. There's no hazard to this, right? People hear all natural and it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of open range. They think that there's no consequence and you have to remember this is still powerful medicine. There's always consequences if you're utilizing or practicing something that you're not familiar with, you don't know what you're doing and you do too much. Sometimes a little can go a long way. Um, And of course we're in this society where bigger is better. Right. So it's, I've seen so many times where people have actually end up in the ER. Unfortunately, it's not pretty. I've definitely seen multiple times where people put themselves in the ER because they cause acute liver injury um, by taking medicines that they, you know, didn't really know what they were doing and how it impacted them. They took the wrong amount or they sourced it from, um, from a resource that didn't properly uh, make sure that it was unadulterated, right? So they now yeah. have this contaminated form of medication because it's not being regulated. It's not being watched. You didn't get it from a true professional who's licensed and certified right. to do this. Um, so that's another thing. You know, you can't just, you know, go to Costco or order from Amazon and think that- those- Or go on Pinterest. Right, or go on no, Pinterest. Or YouTube. <laughs> Or think, you know, think the group in your Facebook group, you know, they might give you some helpful information, but just remember, you know, ask yourself, are they a doctor? You know, are they, and and they are a doctor, are they a doctor that has proper training in this particular medicine? Because that's another piece to recognize in your tool sets is who do you go to for this? You know, we can't forget that piece. You know, if you're going to, like you said before in your story, the traditional or conventional medical doctor setting, and you're expecting to get some counseling in like, how do I apply some energy medicine to this picture? How do I apply? They have no idea. They have no idea. (laughs) They're like, what are you talking about? So go to, you got to make sure you have the right, and this is what this is conversation is all about is making sure that you're aware of, oh, there's a naturopathic doctor that you can go look up and see. And this is part of what they do or life coaches. They can help me, you know, implement, you know, the aspects of my life around energy work and and, and vibrational medicine or or around stress management, things like that too. So recognizing who your true allies are in the different treatments that you might be looking into for yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) No, really. Um, so as we're talking about stress and burnout specifically, what are some tips, tools, or strategies or advice that you might have for someone who maybe is now starting to think about all natural approaches? Maybe they've been on the meds or maybe they refuse to take the meds. I know there's a lot of people that I've come across and myself included. I refuse to take the meds, um, because I was so determined to self heal. Um, and I recognize that that's not a healthy strategy for everybody. There's no one size fits all on what to do. Uh, I think what's important and part of, I'll speak for you, even though I probably shouldn't. I think that we could probably both agree that when it comes to self-healing, that your intuition goes a long way and like really paying attention to what your body is experiencing specifically, as opposed to just lumping yourself in with some general profile of someone who has X disease or X condition. so yeah, maybe you can offer some. Yeah, so I love to piggyback on what you just said around self-healing and that that you know using your intuition. So I want to get down to the core of even 
what that means. And that really means to identify. So I think that's the first step in this whole Mm -hmm. process. Before I jump to treatment and what you take, you first have to identify, Mm -hmm. like, what are the areas in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your immediate environment that are creating the stress points, that are creating the burnout, that are um, creating issues and struggles for you in, in setting healthy boundaries. Because if you don't do that first, that can still remain a huge obstacle to cure, even sure. if you bring on the right herbs, even if we That's bring right. on the energy work, like you have to have the awareness and be willing to step out of that denial and recognize that, all right, right now in this, I'm, I'm feeling this way because what I'm doing is not working for me. That's right. And so when you're able to identify what the stress points are, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's like your, your community and your overarching environment, um, you know, you got to be aware of what are the things that you're seeing that, that seems to be impacting you. Um, and then from there, you have to set yourself in a mindset and almost kind of like fortify yourself. And really that that's going back into that energy work, you know, being aware, even before you bring in a practitioner of your energy and where is it setting. So if you're feeling stuff in your upper belly, for example, you know, that can relate to the problems where there might be tensions in relationships, there might be tensions in your ability um, to overcome fear, there might be tensions in your ability to trust people. So you're wanting to be more domineering and controlling, if you feel it more in your upper belly, if you're feeling more pain in like your lower belly or in your in your pelvic region, or you're having like reproductive stuff that's coming up for you, um, understanding that that's incorporating a different aspect of your energy. And that's related to security and safety. Do I feel so secure? Do I feel safe? Um, do I, do I feel like I have a community around me that, 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 um, sees me and hears me? Am I able to tap into my creativity? Am I able to tap into, um, you know, what my essence is? So it starts with there. Um, and if you're feeling these weird sensations in those areas, I would encourage you to first just get quiet with yourself and put your hand directly over those areas with no distractions, and then just tune in and see what you feel and see what starts coming up in your head as far as thoughts. Is it, is it work that comes up or is it a relationship that comes up? Whatever it is, that might be revealing to you right then and there. That's yeah. the identify that you have to realize, oh, it might be this part of my life that I need to address. Next comes where we have to then decide how are we going to remove this, right? How are we going to you know, address this? So that's a two-pronged angle. Like first is removing the things that no longer serve us. That yeah. might be the form of a toxic diet. You know, if you're constantly eating fast food and you're on the go and you're drinking lots of caffeine and coffee, well, mm-hmm. that stuff will contribute to your anxiety. That right. stuff will contribute to your stress. You know, not only that, and it's sluggishness. Gonna, exactly. It won't yeah. give you, it's not going to give you energy and make you be able to yeah. get your tasks done. You're just constantly, you know, uh, souping up an addiction. So understanding right. that you have to remove this addiction and this dependence on the addictions, you know, um, and, and then use food as medicine to substitute. That's what we address where we're using food as medicine to fuel us. So instead of, you know, going to get like a, you know, a burger and fry and Coke, you know, you know, to soothe yourself because people doing a lot of emotional eating lately oh, absolutely. <laughs> so to eat their feelings. It's recognized like, you know what? That's coming from a place of fear. That's coming from a place of feeling unsafe, unsecure. You know, I'm trying to, to fill in that void. And what mm-hmm. I really need to do is put living energy and living nutrients. So eating that salad or go ahead and make yourself that warm, you know, nourishing soup, you know, out of vegetables or that chili. So things like that. Um, Also recognizing where you have to remove um, 
certain uh, lifestyle behaviors. Yes. So if you're someone who is, um, you know, you're a workaholic, right? And, and you're just, you, you, you work away from home, you bring work back into the home, you're not creating any type of space for you to rest. That's again, back to that boundary. You see where all those things mm-hmm. interact. So you gotta, you gotta remove um, that distraction. Um, if it's your phone, that's creating more burnout and stress for you. Maybe because that phone is tied to whatever <laughs> is putting, whether it's the media or, or yeah. the election results or yeah. you know, what's happening on social media where people saying there or text messages coming in or yes. emails coming in, knowing how to remove that from a sacred space. So not bringing that into your bedroom, leaving that somewhere else so you can have a clear sanctuary. So getting you to think about what do you need to remove and change? Um, it can even be in relationships and toxic people. I know yep. y'all, Sometimes y'all may be coming up against where there's family and friends that you've loved and re- admired for years, you know, maybe even coworkers or bosses, and you're starting to see some sides of them or things are starting to come up for you. You're like, mm, mm, you're challenging me right now. Like, I'm yeah, not triggering. About that. Not triggering. You know? And in some yeah. of those cases, you might be suppressing your voice, which is your throat shocker. So you're yes. holding back. You might be suppressing, you know, your own energy and resonance and that in order to, to fit what they want you to be. Yes. It goes back down into that solar plexus and that sacral and that root. Oh, I'm so relating to this. Yes. All of that. So you then have to ask yourself, do I need to technically love you from a distance? Meaning like I need to remove this energy from my immediate, <laughs> from my immediate living space um, yes. and, and be able to love you from a distance because I cannot evolve if you don't want to evolve. And you Ooh, have to recognize child. that. You cannot be around people <laughs> or situations at low vibrations. If you feel like something's bringing you down, that's literally what's happening. It is bringing yes. you down. And you yes. have to step into your power and recognize, hey, this does not define me. Um, this is not the only relationship for me. This is not the only environment for me. And I need to create something that's going to actually um evolve and uplift me and empower me and heal me more importantly because healing is a daily thing so you have to make sure you're putting yourself in a situation where you're getting that daily healing and reset and rejuvenation that all plays into it Um, even sedentary lifestyle removing from sitting in a chair all the time or not exercise you need to remove that belief system that you don't have to move in order for your body to be healthy. You now have to address that and add in some form of exercise or movement so it can, you know, boost up your immune system so you're not yes. as prone to these viruses. You know, it released the endorphins so you can have more um, uh, serotonin and GABA and dopamine so you're happier and you're coping yes. and you're not panicking versus when you're in this place of where um, you're, you're not releasing those endorphins, you know, that's where you're more prone to anxiety and depression and stress and, and that, that addiction, uh, that addiction feedback loop where you don't yes. have enough dopamine. So you're, you're looking for the reward in, in different right. forms of, of like addiction, either food or, 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 or sex or drugs or, or whatever have you. And you wine or that's what that is <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, um, so those are those, those areas of identify, remove and address that has to happen first before then you can really understand what are your needs and then where to go to get help for those needs. So then from there, you know, as we talked about addressing your diet, addressing your energy, addressing your relationships, addressing all of that and removing what doesn't serve you, then comes adding in the stuff that does serve you. So, um, you know, some things that we could think about as we're waiting for these results to come in, or as you're waiting, you know, to figure out what your 2021 is going to look like. Um, You know, one of my favorite 
stuff I like to have at nighttime is a combination like chamomile and lavender tea, um, mm -hmm. which for the most people, you're okay to have that. It's not, you know, it's not something that's going to, now that you're allergic to it, it's not going to hurt you. But what I love about chamomile lavender tea and don't sleep on it is thinking that it's just, oh, that's not going to do much of anything. You know, you drink it, you know, and then you use it as a way to kind of like just ground and get back in touch with yourself. Um, another option you can do, believe it or not, is the ability to uh, uh, just get into a nice bath or a nice hot shower and do mm -hmm. aromatherapy and use essential oils, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so again, invoking geranium, which is very nice for calming and soothing anxiety. Um, you can do cedar or frankincense or some type of pine scent for grounding. Um, mm -hmm. Lavender is great for soothing and calming as well. Um, you know, frankincense is also really good for healing um, a lot of inflammation that's in the body. So when you're stressed out, you're going to hold on to more inflammation. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you recognize how to de-stress and release. Um, and one of my favorite things, if you're an empath, because you talked about that, Alami, being an empath, yeah. empath too, is when you're very sensitive to other people's emotions, you really, getting into an Epsom salt bath, I love yes. magnesium chloride salts, the water provides this very grounding um, yes, space. Yes. And, and it helps you to not only that, it, the salts help to cleanse out your aura and release this toxic energy that you may have taken in from other people or even yes. your own stuff that's coming. Yes. Up. Yes. I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's going to be all right. I just got to implement a plan or I just got to take some steps. Right. Um, so that's what I do once a week is I always steep myself. I got away from that for a while. And I was wondering for myself, you know, I was starting to have flare-ups and arthritis and joint pain. That's mm -hmm. something that I experience when I get burned out is I start mm -hmm. having muscle aches and pains. I'll start waking up just feeling achy, you know, or I'll wake up not feeling very dragging and not able to, you know, pushing to get through my day. Um, or I'll have trouble falling asleep. And I recognize that when I brought the Epsom salt baths back in and made it a regular weekly thing, and I'm doing it for at least 15 to 30 minutes. Right. Um, oh my gosh. I really do feel like there was a weight lifted. And, and it is. Because yeah, you're cleansing yourself, you know, and you're getting magnesium and magnesium is one of the first um, uh, minerals, um, nutrients that gets depleted when you're mm. burnt out and in stress. So that's something else you can look into, um, especially if you're also dealing with anxiety, jitters, um, you're always craving caffeine, um, you're having trouble with calming down and sleeping at night, you may even mm -hmm. be having some digestive issues, meaning um, you're having constipation, um, mm -hmm. or you feel like things aren't moving through as, as, mm -hmm. as, as smoothly as it should. That might mean that you need to take a little magnesium. Um, and that's usually available over the counter. Um, most of the cases you don't have to worry. just make sure it doesn't have any fillers or binders in it. You really just want it to be pure magnesium glycinate or, or magnesium, um, chelate, um, something that's not going now, if you do the magnesium citrate or magnesium, um, myelate that helps in constipation so that you can, you know, release your bowels more because then that releases toxins too, you know, sure. eliminating, you know, a backup of toxins in the body through, um, through, um, defecation. So not to get too, <laughs> too harping on like on bodily functions, but it's important. It's important. <laughs> it's all a part. It's all relative. It's absolutely with, important. And with the and magnesium, you could take like, uh, start off with like 200 milligrams to 300 milligrams at nighttime. Or if you're feeling that during the daytime, you're feeling a little bit more panicky or you're trying to avoid a panic attack. Um, sometimes drinking a little lavender chamomile tea and then taking some magnesium can just help take the edge off without mm -hmm. having to take a Xanax or having to take mm -hmm. something else that's more stronger. That might, and then taking breaths, deep breaths in that moment of reminding yourself that 
you are a sentient being, you are here for a purpose, you are safe, you're going to be okay, you know, mm-hmm. and that you are this loving creature, you're this loving being, and no one can dictate that or take that away from you. Mm-hmm. Reminding yourself of those. So those are, those are some ways that you can start to um, address some of these burnout and stressed out symptoms in yourself. So good. I'll stop there for a moment. <laughs> no, so good. So good. So good. I, um, so good. Dr. Ray, it's so good. Um, because people, this is what people need to know. This right. is what they need to know. And this is what they need to hear. As you were talking about the salt baths, or actually you were talking about something else. And I started thinking about the salt baths because I have been doing a lot of that. I have, I've always loved to take baths. And then I discovered Epsom salt maybe like five or six, seven years ago. And then I became obsessed with that. And then I too just kind of fell off of it a little bit. But as we have been approaching like this new moon and the whole blue moon and just all of the shift. um, Blue moon energy was strong. I felt that. Oh, girl. (laughs) And I saw it. It was so beautiful. I actually saw it. Um, It was. It was very, very strong. And so just for my own grounding and also in preparation for uh, my program that starts on, I'll talk about that later, but a program that I'm doing that starts on Monday. I have been doing a lot of a lot more intentional grounding activities. Mm. So to include my salt baths, and I even for the first time incorporated some different crystals into my bath. Oh yes, I love crystal therapy. It's amazing. Yes, so I'm learning about crystal therapy. I was very turned off by crystal therapy for a lot of reasons that didn't make sense aside from somebody else's belief system. Exactly. <laughs> And as I actually started to do my own homework to discover, oh, these are just rocks. These are rocks. <laughs> these, that are not, energy. <laughs> these are not mythical creatures. They come out of the ground. No. Oh, they come from, <laughs> you know, different, you know, environmental things. Okay, I got it. So yeah, I, I definitely can attest to the power of a good salt bath. Yeah. Um, and just doing things, like you say, with intention, you know, just being... Um, really intentional to identify what your issue is, remove what's not working for you, and then start to address what it is that you need to do to support yourself. So I, I, I love everything that you're saying. Um, I also just recently got hooked to um, using cedar wood, which I love the smell. Oh of it. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I love this. I love the smell. So I, I heard you mention frankincense, lavender, jasmine, chamomile, cedar wood as all fragrances, as we're talking about um, other potential um, treatments or solutions, supports, um, aromatherapy oils. So it's not necessarily that necessary that we have to ingest everything, right? I'm breathing it right now. I have geranium and rosemary and orange going in my diffuser. (laughs) I just put on my little lavender lotion, you know, just to kind of create a vibe for myself. It's just my little office, but um the power of smell in our own healing and and elevating our mood shifting our mood you know in many different ways so I just wanted to highlight that again um let's see you said you had some other suggestions approaches tips strategies did you want to keep going um sure if you think that they if they (laughs) so let's talk about too when you what do you have what happens when I think this is an important piece so we talked about the identify remove address um, you know, and, and, and we also talked about essential oils, aromatherapy, um, food as medicine, 
um, chakras and understanding energy medicine, things like that. Um, but what happens when there really is a physical manifestation, right? And yeah. you need help. And by physical manifestation, it might mean um, when your burnout or your stress out state starts to create symptoms or a new medical condition in your body. Sure. Um, some of the most common ones that I see because, and I'm going to get into it in a second as to what's happening there. Um, but um, one of them is adrenal dysfunction, where your adrenals are the glands that sit on top of your kidneys. And your adrenals are responsible for balancing a lot of different important activities in the body. They help to release stress hormone, which is cortisol. Um, mm -hmm. So obviously when you're in a burnt out, stressed out state, cortisol is a big piece of that. Are you producing too much cortisol hormone, which actually can raise your blood pressure, create anxiety, change your blood sugar and leave you more susceptible to either um, hypoglycemia where your blood sugar crashes or the opposite where it could start to set you up for prediabetes and diabetes type two, because you're, you're carb loading in order to yeah. offset some of these yeah. sugar cravings or these yeah. crashes that you have. So that can set you in the wrong direction that way. Um, other things is insomnia or sleep disturbance. Brain fog also relates to adrenal dysfunction. So not mm. being able to properly think straight or concentrate or recall things as strongly as you used to. Feeling like there's almost like a veil um, that covers over your, over your brain, over your cognition. Um, mm. We also see low libido. Um, you know, for women, it can manifest in the form of like just lack of interest or inability mm -hmm. to be able to properly lubricate for the activity. For mm -hmm. men, it can uh, manifest as erectile dysfunction and lack of interest as well. Um, and then also we see where it impacts the gut health. So people talk about having um, nervous diarrhea, uh, where you're mm -hmm. constantly having loose stools because you're just in this anxious worried mm. state or what's going to happen next what's going to mm -hmm. you know, so, so you have that um you also have where people can get constipated because you get you're holding and retain you're so anal retentive <laughs> you're holding literally <laughs> literally literally you're anal retentive that's your root chakra by the way where your identity it needs to be addressed you don't you no longer feel safe and secure and knowing who you are the i am so remember yes. that if you're having constipation hemorrhoids or things like that that's part, it's relating to the adrenal health and stress, but that's part of that chakra and that energy you have to address. Um, but yeah, those uh, manifestations all relate back to how this cortisol hormone is being released. And not just that, your adrenals also release something called DHEA. It's a parent hormone to making testosterone, to making estrogen, to making progesterone. So also you start to get hormonal imbalances that pop up. You know, for women, they'll talk about issues with their menses cycle. Um, sometimes it can even lead to development of ovarian cysts or mm. the development of fibroids, things like that, that impacts wow. reproductive health, um, you know, as, as well to keep in mind. Or for men, you know, sometimes it can relate to testicular problems for them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so we gotta, we gotta think about, this is what I mean, like one body, one body, one, one body, one mind, one soul, like everything is connected. You cannot right. Um, disassociate. And if you are disassociating, that is the problem. You got to get right. back in touch. So when addressing adrenal dysfunction, that's where you might need to seek professional help. Um, and we have lab testing that we're able to do in both in the form of saliva and urine that gives us accurate assessment of how much cortisol are you producing and eliminating through the body. This lets us know, are you having an appropriate circadian rhythm? Meaning when you wake up in the morning, go through your day and then go to sleep at night, 
are your hormones such as cortisol and your um, melatonin levels? Melatonin helps us go to sleep. So some of y'all may have <laughs> heard about melatonin. Real familiar with that, right? Yeah, taking yeah. that one during pan pandemic and quarantine as well. And I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but yeah, you, you want to make sure your circadian rhythm is functioning because that is a big piece of burnout is your circadian rhythm is off. So these people, they're having trouble sleeping at night. And when they wake up in the morning, they still feel really tired. They still feel like it's a, a, a chore for them to get going. And then they also can experience these afternoon slumps, you know, where two o'clock, three o'clock hits and they just feel like, boom, you know, the, the life just left out of them. So right. if this is happening for you, I'm trying to create this picture because if you go to your conventional doc, they're not going to know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> you need to understand you're not crazy. If someone tells right. you, these are all these symptoms I'm having, they're telling you, oh, you're just a little stressed, just relax. It, it is a bigger endocrine or hormonal issue that we need to address. And we need to get you to a naturopathic doctor or at least a functional medical doctor that understands about this type of dysfunction that's created from burnt out. And then from there, we're able to prescribe you adrenal support. There's different types of herbs um, that work as what we call adaptogens. They help you to adapt to stress and to shift the body's immune system and metabolic system through those stressors. Um, so one big one that some people tend to hear about is ashwagandha. Or yeah. Um, I've been hearing, I've been, yeah, carry on. I, I want to yeah, learn more yeah, about it's, this. It's huge. Yeah. Most people hear about it through Ayurvedic medicine, but, but actually it, um, it, uh, came from out of Northern Africa. Um, so it's an African based herb. It's a very long, old, ancient medicine. Um, and it's been around for thousands of years, but it's fantastic for when people have, um, this, this extreme depletion. You're feeling very tired and fatigued all the time. You've been having um, troubles with your mood. You're feeling a little lower and depressed, but you also have anxiety, sleep issues, all of that. Ashwagandha can be beautiful to help with that. But again, you want to work with someone so we know how much do you need? When do you need to take it? You know, sure. and when you come off of it because you don't have to be on this stuff forever. And that's another thing I want to address is when people try to use natural medicine or different um, herbs as a way of um, supporting them through toxic situations without any, in, without any um, plan to get out of those toxic situations. Mm -hmm. Just recognize mm -hmm. that if someone's come to me and said, oh, I've been using these adrenal support, or I've, or I've, I've been, you know, using these adaptogens, and, but now I don't feel like they're working anymore. Again, did you identify, remove, sure. and like, Right, right. Going back right. to that, if you haven't done that work, <laughs> you know, right. then you cannot lean in on an herb or a supplement or any other form of medication to suddenly do the work for you. Now, that's a great point. And um, what's interesting is I was doing a consult with a client last night asking her um, a similar question. Um, she has a history of trauma, lots of layers, lots of stuff. Um, and was talking about all the different medications that she's been taking over the last three, five years to try to support herself. And my question, what, my question to her was, what else besides taking the medications have you done to try to support yourself? Right. And she thought about it and she thought about it and she came up with, she didn't have much, she didn't have anything. Uh -oh. She had no answer. And so that was my response to her was like, you got to be willing to do the work. Even Absolutely. if you are taking these supplements to try to support yourself and you're getting some result from it, you cannot rely strictly cannot. on that. <clears throat> and there should be a long-term goal or progression toward weaning yes. off of that so yes. that you can restore learn how to restore balance within absolutely yourself. absolutely so i really appreciate you saying that um even again the a lot of the myths around natural supplements is that yeah. oh it's harmless you can take it forever mm -hmm. like no. it's kind of 
an acceptable codependency, right? right? And there are moments where I will address this. There are certain people's bodies where they genetically, and I think just from um, how their environment has impacted them, um, they might require to be on certain forms of a supplement for a longer period of time. I have patients that have had such chronic gut issues that I've told them that you're going to be on a probiotic and a specific probiotic for quite some time. It might be for one year or two years, just so we can make sure you don't have any more resets or relapses because you need this extra support um, as we're building. And you've had so much injury to these tissues, you know, that we really have to make sure that we're giving it, you know, so that might be an example, or I might have some patients that I know, um, who tend to have more stressful lifestyles, but they are working, they are trying to do the work, they are trying to make the changes, but they know like, I have to function at a higher capacity than my right. mom or my dad or my other right. family members have. I'm in a different age, I'm in a different <laughs> way of work, you know, so I have, to, right. I have to access it at a much higher level. And so in that case, I was like, well, then you probably need to keep on a multivitamin, right? Because even though right. I know your diet is good, you probably could use a little bit extra B vitamin support, a little extra magnesium support just to make sure that we're balancing things. So there are times and situations where, you know, or someone, if they have a neurodegenerative, a neurodegenerative condition or an autoimmune condition, I might keep them on a certain herb long-term because sure. it keeps them from having to take a high dose of a pharmaceutical medication. Sure. I'm able to keep sure. them on a lower dose of their pharmaceutical while also, you know, having them take this other herb as complimentary. So there are situations where we might, but that's not for y'all to decide. Sure, <laughs> right, right. It's for you to create a relationship, a therapeutic relationship, and you work with your team, you know, and I say a team because some people feel like you can only go to one person to get help. And I can't tell you how many times I have to tell my patients, especially when you have an overhaul of work you have to do. You need a team. You need a life yeah. coach, a naturopathic doctor, yeah. an acupuncturist, a chiropractor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe even an energy healer. You know, you might need a whole shebang in order to address these aspects for you and really educate you because that's another big piece. You have to be educated. You cannot yeah. expect yourself to just know what to do. Intuition can only get you but so far, but you yeah. have to meet it with education and you have to make sure you're getting the right information. With us mm -hmm. being in the information age and having social media, you have a lot of access to information, but sure. sometimes, well, a good percentage of the time, it's misinformation or it's not delivered to you in full context. So beware sure. of that as well, of making sure that you're willing to do the deep dive and you're willing to work with the right people who can educate you and they've been vetted and they know what they're doing and talking about and you're not going to Reddit. <laughs> right. you're, not going, you're not going to some you know random blog of yeah. someone who's gotten into this and then healed themselves and now they're thinking they can heal you, but they right. haven't really done the work. You know, and no, and no shade at my health coaches. I, I think you guys do amazing work, but I have seen some health coaches even out there, you know, that Outside are overstepping boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't Outside get the medical education to know how the body truly works and how to apply both pharmaceuticals and herbs and nutrition together in an integrative way. And you're thinking that you can substitute that with a certification online. And I'm telling y'all, watch out for the snake oil peddlers. <laughs> yes, yes. Make if sure that they know what they're doing and they have the, they have the, uh, they can back it up, you know, and they, and, and, and they have the proven track record. And it's important to work with people, practitioners, who are humble. I cannot stress mm. that enough because that can mess up your healing too. You can Woo! be fair game. You can be like, I'm ready. To, I'm identifying, I'm removing, I'm addressing. I, I, I found my, my team, I'm trying to do it. But if you're with someone who you start to notice that they aren't checking their ego and Woo! they're not being humble, 
as a Ooh. practitioner, a healer that is dangerous to you. And you must address that. And you have to, and if they are not going to address it, and then you have to find someone else because that can hurt you. I'm about to just run up out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot oh. of egos. There's a lot of ego. And that goes back to the Listen. root chakra and the solar plexus of them having those energy out of sync with themselves. So you want to make sure you're working with practitioners as well, that they exude the harmony that you're trying to achieve. They're not going to be perfect, Girl. but they do, they should create this sense for you of a certain harmony and you'll, and you'll know it. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have to just put this, put a pin in that one and yes. come on back to that one. Yes. Cause that's a whole word you just left. Yes. And I can speak to that from both sides. You know, mm -hmm. I can speak to that from someone, I don't self-describe as a healer. Right. I, I don't walk around saying I'm a healer. Um, but what I do know is that I've been given the gift to help others heal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that comes with a great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And when you accrue such power in this flesh, we have to do the work of taming it because yeah. the, the, the line, the veil is so thin, you mm -hmm. know, between doing the work and then thinking that you are the work, you know, mm -hmm. thinking that you are right. what you're delivering. So, <laughs> that part, that, that part. <laughs> that part. So I can, I can speak to that in terms of my own journey and the work that I'm really intentional about doing for that reason. Mm -hmm. And then as I'm working with clients, I'm always telling them, you are your own expert. Yeah. Anybody who comes to you and says that I'm a guru would tell you that they right. use those kind of words to refer to themselves as if right. they're your savior. Yes. You, you should take a double, triple and quadruple. Look at them. I 100% because agree. Because that's telling you that they think that they are your healer. And exactly. that just can't, that, that undermines the whole fundamental practice of an, in and of itself. And be aware of that within yourself too, because sometimes people from a place of desperation and from a place of fear, you yes. might want a savior. And I, yes. had to, I had to check a couple of people and let them know, I am not your savior. I, I'm Listen. not your savior. You are here to save yourself. That is I'm right. Show you what you need to do to do that. But you are your own savior. You are the architect of your happiness. Yes. You the savior of your own destruction. You know, you are the expert of your temple of your body. That when is you right. walk in that, then you are then empowered with the insight and the intuition to be yep. able to find and seek what you need. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah, that that's that I, I really, really resonate with that. And I appreciate you saying that. Yes. Um, let's see. So the time runs so quickly. Let me make sure I get some important stuff in here. Mm -hmm. So I know some of you who are listening, I know this has been a very vibrant conversation, and I cannot thank Dr. Ray enough for coming to share her gift and insight with us today. Um, but I know there's also some folks who are listening and like they're like now a little bit more wider eyed at this idea of using natural alternatives to support themselves, not just with burnout, but most anything really, you know, I heard you talk about that kind of tandem coaching between a traditional medicine doctor and a naturopathic doctor and like having a team of people to help support. So for those who don't know, you're based out of Sacramento, California, right? Correct. I, I, I have my, I am a sole owner and CEO of Dr. Ray ND, the people's doctor. We are based in Sacramento with our um, office, but I do see people virtually um, through consults nationwide. 
Um, and what we offer is concierge medical services for all ages, and we specialize in transformative primary care. What that means is that we integrate a multidisciplinary. That means we're putting together multiple, multiple disciplines, multiple tools, multiple modalities um, to approach um, in, in integrative medicine. You know, where we're we're not just putting them using just the modern model, but we're we're integrating that ancient wisdom. We're integrating the East meets West. You know, I love that piece because that's what I studied. I was an integrative medicine researcher as well. So that's mm. part of what we do um, is put together the East and the West um, and figure out not only how to heal your symptoms, um, but how to transform patient outcomes. How do we fix what you need to fix and how do we empower you um, in, in order to maintain it? So not just heal, but how do you maintain it and sustain it? You know, I want you to achieve longevity. I want you to be able to walk in your highest power because when yes. you serve in your highest power and your highest good, when you're walking in that mission, then that's when you are truly going to feel harmony and peace in your life. You're going to be yes. able to receive all the blessings that are abundantly waiting for you to receive. Only you are rejecting what blessings are there. You receive hey. as much as you want. So this is what we do is we try to help you get out of your own way and make sure no one else is getting in your way for that matter because I will be your ally and your advocate, but I'm not going to do the work for you. I will lay it out in our succinct programs. We have a three-month program and a six-month program because like we said, you're not going to achieve this in one visit or two visits. You really do need to make sure that you're ready to do the deep dive, to, to, to go all in, you know, and figure out what does your body need? What does your spirit need? What does your emotional wellness need for you to be your best self and to come out of this stuck place, come out of of this, you know, dark place that's holding you back. So that's what we do. And um, certainly, if you want to learn more about um, how we how we apply natural medicine um, and how we can help you, feel free to go to my website, uh, drraynd.com. That's D R R A Y N as in Nancy, D as in David.com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at my handle at drraynd. Um, and I, I would love to speak with you guys. We offer free uh, 20 minute discovery calls. So you really have nothing to lose in order to just get on the phone with me, you know, learn more about naturopathic medicine. And, and I can let you know how we can apply this to your current situation. And with that program, how we can personalize that program for you. So you can get the most either in the three months or six months and be a whole new person. Oh, I need to have you do my commercials. You're so good. <laughs> Instead of saying Dr. Ray, just censor Alami Besher and it's pretty much covered. Don't talk about the naturopathic stuff when you do mine. <laughs> no, so good. Anytime, anytime. So good. I do encourage you all to seek her out on social media. Do follow up with a discovery call. Um, and, and as we're talking about, again, the team idea. So mm -hmm. obviously she covers the body and the mind. And you even cover some of the spiritual stuff. Yeah, I do, I do about. energy work as well in my practice. Yeah, so it's like a one-stop shop. We do holistic right? medicine. We really do treat the whole person. This is what holistic medicine looks like, FYI, by the way, guys. Like you're gonna see yes. a lot of tech, digital health startups using holistic medicine or yes. you know this type, we're doing natural medicine. This is from the horse's mouth. If you want to know what this is, I definitely can let you know what it is. And you can trust me that this is the holistic style of medicine. 
Yes. And as you can see, she's more than fabulous, knows exactly what she's talking about. And above <laughs> all, is here, you. <laughs> here to serve. She's here to serve. And, and that that is what yeah. attracts me to your practice the most, is that I know you're coming from a truthful, honest, and genuine place. Oh. And that is the kind of care we all deserve, right? Yes. Everyone deserves it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So I do want to thank you again for joining us today. Just a quick mention of, so we talked about your programs and services. For those of you who don't know, this week, ooh, where are we at? Friday. Oh, it starts on Monday. Monday. So this is particularly for my women of color. I know we were talking about lots of options that are available to most anybody. The program that I'm hosting is only available to women of color right now. It's called Relief. It's a stress and anxiety management program. Right now, the cohort that I'm working with is Black women. However, I do anticipate that I'll release some general population or different demographic-oriented uh, cohorts. But for those of you who are struggling with stress, struggling with anxiety, you're just facing burnout, and you're really overwhelmed with just life, get some help. Whether it's me, whether it's Dr. Ray, maybe it's neither one of us and it's somebody else in your local community that you've identified as a person you know and trust to be able to guide you through what you're experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. Above all, just get some support. Yes. I think that's what's most important. And, and like my business coach hates when I say this kind of stuff because it's like, you're pushing people away. I'm not pushing people away. No. I trust that everybody aligns up with exactly who they're supposed to line up yes, with. Absolutely. And the clients that are supposed to work with me will work with me. Those are for you, will work for you. And those are for neither of us. We'll find their way to who there's is. There's plenty to go around. There is so much to go <laughs> around. And, I mean, there's just too much to go around. Um, but if you are interested to learn more about me, what I do and the program that I have coming up, if you go to BeGreatEveryDay.com, you can learn more about me, read my bio, et cetera, et cetera. And the program that I'm offering is called Relief, Relief. So check it out if that's something that you know you need. Uh, again, we're getting started on Monday. It's a small group program with just women only. I'm super excited about it. I'm going to see if I can pull Dr. Ray in to do some other stuff with us in oh, that group. <laughs> in that group. Um, but yeah, above all, if you're listening to this, it resonates with you. Don't just sit and listen. Now's the time to act on what's mm -hmm. next. Do the work. Yes. Do the work. What is next? What commitment do you need to make to yourself in order to shift your situation? Mm -hmm. Do it. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Let's see. This is where you do the YouTube stuff. If you enjoyed this content, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Whatever. <laughs> If it resonated with you, tell somebody. <laughs> Don't just hold the good news and harbor all the good news for yourself. If you, if you know somebody in your community is struggling, somebody in your family, one of your kids, your coworker, if you know there's somebody that's looking for some extra support, mm -hmm. direct them mm -hmm. to where they can get some help. Mm -hmm. Again, Dr. Ray ND on Instagram. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. At Alami Bashir. Instagram, Facebook. You have a Facebook? I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. And just to plug your website one more time, it is? It is drraynd.com. The people's doctor. The people's doctor. <laughs> Dr. Ray, thank you so, so, so much, my dear. Oh, thank you. Blessings you to you. must do it again. I say this all the time. I have great guests. So I'm like, guys, come back again. But I super I mean I definitely will. I definitely will. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch with you.
All right, y'all. So this is Be Great Every Day. I hope this content was super helpful to you. If it is, please leave me a comment. Do like, subscribe, share, share with a friend. Share it with somebody you don't even like just because you're trying to not, not block your own blessing. Okay, let the abundance flow, y'all. All right, y'all. Be great every day. Have a great day, no matter what. Peace. Bye.